I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. And now... Coming to you live from atop the Goldenrod City Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle TCG Cast! Hello, hello, Puckleonians, and welcome to Puckle TCG Cast. This is episode 53, and I am your host, Lord Yoshiro. Um, and it's been a real chill week with E3 happening this week. Nothing. We can't stop talking about Pokemon, and that's basically all we want to do. Now, with me, of course, the Rick and Morrow Force. Uh, of course, for you listening for the first time, Puckle stands for Pokemon Underground Champions League, an nonsensical name our fearless little thatch came up with, and we're just running with it. Now, I'm here to talk Pokemon, and I'm not here alone. I got with me none other than... Some say that he is the only man to ever defeat a brick wall in a game of tennis. It's our Sigma. That wall was missing a few bricks afterwards. It was a good time. <laughs> <laughs> good, good. And for the first time ever here in the TCG cast, I'm excited to introduce some say that he is the one that narrates Morgan Freeman's life. It's Mr. Maximus. Hello, hello, Pokalonians. It's a great, great honor to be here on the TCG cast. Thank you for coming in and joining us today. Uh, it is a, going to be a fun discussion. Very chill. Very, very not so tight tech today. We're going to go ahead and talk things Pokemon and talk what's going on on the meta, plus a few other things that are changing. So, but before we get to that, I just mentioned in the introduction that we had a 3 coming. So let's take this chance and break the ice and Talk about what we saw in E3 Pokemon and what are you guys excited about. And to ask you the number one question. Let's go Pikachu or let's go Eevee. Maximus, what did you think about uh, the showcase of that game? It was It's really interesting to me. It's like the aspect of go, but on the go. Yep. On the Switch. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like it's mobile on mobile. <laughs> <laughs> It's a, it's mobile on mobile that's a little bit less mobile. Yeah. <laughs> then just it's it's definitely weird. Uh what about you, R Sigma? What are your take about uh let's go? Well, we knew that we should have known this day was coming after we saw Hugh. And Hugh was okay. <laughs> but then we got Tierno, and now we've got Trace, and 
oh, this rival looks so bad. <laughs> he does. He I does they look were... bad. He's a coward, apparently. That's his main feature. So oh. why? Why change Gary? I mean, not Gary. Uh, yeah, Gary from Pokemon Yellow. Um, yeah. So, which brings to brings me to ask: This is not then a remake, as so many people are talking about. It's a completely different story based in Kanto. Then, mm-hmm. am I, I was, correct, or or they just changed the rival? They said it was inspired by Pokemon Yellow, so there's probably going to be a few other changes along the way. Like maybe we won't see Jesse and James. So okay, no, that I that I probably assumed. Uh, okay, that's actually pretty cool. It's pretty cool. So, uh, uh, Mr. Maximus, you have to tell me: Are you going to get Let's Go Pikachu or Let's Go Eevee? See, I'm thinking if it's going to be like, like I wouldn't say a successor, but the same kind of feel as Pokemon Yellow, I'm going to go Pikachu. Just the fact that Pikachu at least has special, um, not special, but um, super effective moves. Yeah, I have mm-hmm. to agree with you there. What about you, Sigma? Well, they it does appear they're changing up the movesets a little bit because in the demo they showed Pikachu getting double kick. So interesting. Hopefully, Eevee will get some nice stuff too since it can't evolve. <laughs> but and I'm going. There Eevee. was weren't they any? Are you getting Eevee? Uh, I I'm, I want Eevee, but Nemesis also wants the game, uh, and she uh, her favorite Pokemon is Eevee. <laughs> so I'm like, uh, I guess I'm stuck with okay. Let's go Pikachu, which I don't complain. I am a, I am not a Pikachu hater. I'm a Charizard hater, uh, of course. Uh, <laughs> sorry, uh, Jedi Cruz, <laughs> but uh, I am actually a Pikachu lover, so I'm okay with that. At the end, I I did hear rumors, and and you guys might correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't somewhere someone say that they're introducing one new Pokemon for the yeah. Let's Go series? And people are assuming that it might be a new evolution because the fact of, you know, Eevee? It's a possibility, but I don't see it happening because it only pertains to one game instead of both of them. So, it's probably... What do, you, what, do you, what do you mean? Oh, no, but I, I'm guessing... Like one I mean, game has... So it's like kind of playing favoritism to that instead of like giving Pikachu a new evolution or something. That is true. However, you can catch an Eevee in, in Let's Go Pikachu. Oh, yeah. And you can catch Pikachu in Let's Go Pikachu. Exactly. And so it's not really that much of an advantage if you look at it that way. Well, aren't Eevees more are rarer than Pikachu's though? Uh, yes. Eevee, when, well, back, if you're going back, and this already sounds like Poco Podcast, and Thatch is going to sue me for copying his show. <laughs> Uh, back back in uh, first gen, uh, P- uh, Eevee was supposed to be so rare that the only Eevee you encounter was the one in, in um, Saladin City. And you just steal from a random room like it's your own house. You, oh, look, Pokeball on the <laughs> on the, on the table. <laughs> I'll just grab that and go. It's yeah, fantastic. Uh, breaking and entering, cheering the kids how it's done. But um, yeah, no, it's supposed to be super rare. Pikachu, as far as I understand, is supposed to be rare, but not that rare as an Eevee. But anyway, we're digressing. Let's get back to the to what is. Uh, let's go ahead and move on to the news. We're going to talk all things new TCG coming around. So we'll be right back. Live from the Goldenrod City Tower, it's time for Puckle News. And we are back, and this is section where we discuss the news, and a few things have happened. Not to mention some big changes in some meta. Uh, let's go ahead and start with that little piece of gold information. Take it away, Arch Sigma. What did just happen in Japan? Well, last weekend was Japan's championships, 
And we'll go over some of the decks later in a little bit of detail, but just know Rayquaza did some pretty good things there. Yeah. And we'll be seeing that card in a, about a month and a half. So, But uh, the big news to come out of there was that Japan's standard format will be changing from X and Y onward to Sun and Moon onward for the next season. So it'll be yeah. much more similar to ours. Yes, we're finally sinking for the brothers and sisters over there at the the land of the rising sun and the rising Pokemon, as they say it. Uh, so it is going to be exciting in the meta because, and Sigma was the one who brought this up, we can actually now look at Japan and say, oh, yes, what are they playing over there? Because it actually now matters. It actually, mm-hmm. it's, you, before it was a, it was always a problem because their meta was so much more big than us. While we were here playing our normal standards, they had decks from expanded doing well and in standard. And it, mm-hmm. it, it was just, you couldn't sink in and, and it was always crazy. So it's super good to have Japan on the same page. Uh, so that's always fun. Um, anything else happen? Uh, that's pretty much the big picture there. Like I said, it's- Zora or uh, Rayquazas did well. We'll talk about that a little later. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to move on, of course, from Japan and the fact that they now have our same format too. My beautiful Evolutions getting their own starter sets. The Evolution GX starter sets are coming uh, in November 3, uh, 23rd, sorry. And it includes EVGX, which I'm pretty excited for. Of course, this is a homage to Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee, I assume, because why else would we have a Eevee GX? Mind you, I believe we do have a Pikachu GX, don't we? Uh, we never got it here. We never got it was... here, but there is one in Japan. So now, yeah. okay, so we're getting the Eevee GX, but not the, the Pikachu GX, which is kind of sad. Uh, each starter set will come with 60 deck cards featuring either Vaporeon GX, Jolton GX, and Flareon GX, which is super exciting. The package will also include damage counters, a GX marker, a coin, and playmat with a guide. Each deck is listed as coming with two Pokemon GX. Hopefully, uh, we would assume it would be the Evolution GX and the EV GX, which I would normally presume to be two copies of each Evolution. Or, or the Evolution GX, the EV GX. Uh, again, this is coming November 23rd, uh, and we're super excited. Uh, Maximus, I know that you've been off a while what have you heard about the evolutions and how they're doing uh, uh you might heard that we're getting really good evolution cards uh so it's super exciting to get this um what is your feel about getting new gx's well with new gx's come new metas new shifts but the ev cards a lot of them i like i've seen a few of them a lot of them are good i mean like really good from the ones i've seen mm-hmm. Though not everybody got the same treatment, I'm not going to call out any names. <laughs> I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. If their favorite yeah. didn't get the right proper treatment, I said I wouldn't call out any names. <laughs> Sorry. Just suddenly, attack of allergy, Umbrian. Oh, continue on. That one looks good. <laughs> hey, hey, looking good is only half the problem. Oh, yep. But oh, um, yeah. It's super exciting to get these, so uh, we can't wait till November 23rd to get these, and, and we can enjoy them with Let's Go Eevee, Let's Go Pikachu, which will be arriving the same date. Moving on to the next p- little piece of news, we do have some Dark Order business that we must attend to. Maximus, take it away. <clears throat> Pardon me, that's a little 
nervousness in my throat. <laughs> <laughs> the Dark Order will be the new Sun and Moon miniset releasing in Japan in October 5th. It will feature 52 cards. Nice little deck number. <laughs> and excluding the secret rares, unfortunately. Everybody loves those secret rares, but not this time, fellas. And fellas. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the pack card shown will have the featured Hoopa Unbound, Incineroar, and Absol. Like, it, just just thinking about that, when they pick those three, I'm just wondering, what is Absol thinking while looking next to Incineroar and Hoopa Unbound? Like, we got a starter and we got a legendary. How am I supposed to keep up with that? Yeah. <laughs> it's a mystical, a powerful legend, uh, le- uh, I'm sorry, starter, and then we have Absol, which to its credit, it is the Omen of Destruction, so he, at least title-wise, he does have a nice title. Yeah, but he's the one who, he's not the one who brings the power, he just knows it's coming. True, he's there to let us know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which actually the- makes sense with the whole Dark Order thing, right? Because this, uh, the, uh, features, uh, the darkness within, I guess, and so Absol here to let us know that evil things are coming. Hmm. It's good to have Absol around. <laughs> All right. Well, so, it, in lieu of the same set name, indicates that it'll feature dark type Pokemon. Obviously, <laughs> it will thus be another supplemental set focusing on a few types. Like Dragonstorm and Fairy Rise. Interesting, interesting. Now, like Japanese, uh, like normal Japanese sets, uh, this will be five per booster, and each one will cost, you know, uh, one fifty yen, which is irrelevant. But uh, I remind you that the way that Japan does their their sets is a little different than ours. Um, now, also releasing October fifth uh, is a new uh, energy card box. I will come with six of each energy, so 54 in total, and can hold up to 500 cards, or 250 if they are sleeved. Uh, it, uh, it will retail for, doesn't really matter. Now, this is the new <laughs> mini set that, we're, that they're getting. Uh, usually, we do get these as well. Either we get it as its own set, or they break it away and mix them up with other sets, So we and then name it differently for the US is typically how it goes with them. So there is going to be some. Uh, I've noticed that it is coming. It's a dark type Pokemon set, and it's gonna help sets, uh, types like Dragon and Fairy. I can understand Dragon and Fairy needing a little bit of help nowadays, but Dark is doing pretty good with Sword GX Sigma. What do you think? I was gonna say one dark Pokemon's doing good, and it doesn't use dark energy. So <laughs> touche. <laughs> dark could actually use a little bit of help. <laughs> touche. You're actually a hundred percent right. Never think thought about that way. So yeah, and, there it is. Rejoice your dark uses. Like sublime darkness is coming. It's going, and hopefully it will come bearing lots of dark gifts for you guys. Now moving yeah, on. Yeah. Oh, what was that? I was just saying, may a shadow cast over the playing field. <laughs> oh. Sounds ominous. Now, we're going to go in, and speaking of ominous, we're going to talk about the new Pokemon that was revealed. And I'm going to try to pronounce this, and I'm going to fail horribly, but I'm still going to try. It's Siraora GX, I believe, from Sun and Moon 7 has been revealed. Now, you guys know we tend not to talk about cards on our new set. Sorry, new section. But, of course, this is the new Pokemon that has been announced the latest newest Pokemon, and its first TCG card, trading card. So let's go ahead 
and see how it does. So Cinderella GX. It's a lightning with HP 190. It's a basic Pokemon, of course, and it has one ability and two attacks. First ability, Electric Zone. Each of your Pokemon that has any lightning energy attached to it has no retreat costs, which is pretty, pretty badass. This is basically Manaphy EX, but in form of a GX and a much more powerful card with 190 uh, HP. Now, it's first attack, Plasma Fist, for two lightnings and one colorless, 160. This Pokemon can attack during your next turn. This is very, uh, very much like Lapras GX. Uh, and then lastly, this is basically like a Lapras GX electric deck it all in one. Um, <laughs> and then it's GX attack, full voltage GX for only one lightning energy, which we all love, those single lightning uh, attacks. Attach five energy cards from your discard pile to your Pokemon in any way you like. So basically, this is a Manaphy EX, a Lapras GX with its first attack, and a uh, Tortinator GX in its GX form. This is quite an interesting card. Uh, wow. Of course, weakness to fighting, uh, resistance to metal, retreat cost of two. You can definitely, definitely count on that weakness to fight it to... to Keep it modest <laughs> in the current <laughs> meta, at the very least. This is a very interesting card. I want to. Uh, I want your take, uh, both of your take. Uh, starting with you, uh, Sigma. What do you think about this uh, Soto GX? I like the synergy between its ability and its attack. Uh, that's great. Uh, we also saw a stadium that's going to go really well with this, making its lightning attacks cost one lightning less. So that's going to be cool. It's Prism Star, so you can't rely on it too much. Correct, but, and but you can definitely pull a voltage GX for zero, which is kind of yes. kind of interesting. Power up two of your kitties and just keeps wiping for one sixty damage. It's nice. Yeah. Too bad it's weakness to fighting, but it is weak to fighting. What was maybe that? Maybe overcome that. I'm sorry, Maximus. You were saying something? No, just saying, dang. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, it, it, it it's 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 difficult. This reminds me somewhat of also Gardevoir and the fact that it's, it's all like it, it has so much good in one card like like I just said this is three good what we know three different cards for being good this is all in one mm-hmm. uh and, and and it's pretty pretty I think it this will definitely see a deck uh people will create a deck around this card and and definitely going to make electric a little bit more viable because if there's a type right now that is not doing very well is lightning um it's kind of <laughs> It needs to catch up, <laughs> definitely, since uh, we really need more. Mm-hmm. And I hope it, we definitely get there. Uh, any last uh, comments on this one? By the way, just... what's the, what is it supposed to be? It's supposed to be a cat? It's supposed to be a cat unicorn thing. It's like a lynx of some sort. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> what were you saying, Maximus? I'm just concerned. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, truly concerned that if someone gets the luck of the draw, gets both of them, has the stadium card on the field, and you know how there are some people who put strategies just based on discarding and bringing them back of energies. Mm -hmm. That first turn setup, if I ever play the game again, (laughs) and if I come against this, I hope I don't get swept within the second turn. (laughs) Yeah, no, it, it it can power up pretty fast, pretty rapidly. So, um, it's difficult to put those energies on the discard pile nowadays, but totally, completely still doable. 
mm-hmm. especially since you can just discard uh and um how you say you can just discard them from your hand uh and not having to play them because you know if you have that stadium on your hand you don't need to attach it uh you can just discard it any way you want and then just use uh that ability to mm-hmm. get it back so good synergy good stuff there so that brings it to the end of our news section um we will be back soon with Topical Beach where we discuss today's meta and how certain decks have changed. So, we'll be right back. Grab your ice-cold Corsola Cola and pull up a chair. It's time for Tropical Beach. Ah, welcome, welcome to Topical Beach. You can already feel the wind in your face, the sand under your feet, and the Sun in your eyes, I think it goes. <laughs> Here at topic, Topical Beach, we will discuss... How's the meta going? It's been a while since... With all the reviews, all the tournament talks, uh, all the uh, uh, rotation talks that is going on here, we really haven't stopped by and see, hey, how's the meta doing? What's going on? Is is Sotoark still a thing? Is Bossworld Lycanroc still killing? Spoiler, yes. Um... <laughs> But we still have a few little details that we want to cover. And since Japan has finally announced it's coming to its senses and joining the normal standard format that the U.S. does, we want to go ahead and, and see what was the land result, the last thing they played around over there. So, without further ado, we're going to go ahead and cover the last tournaments. Starting with the one in Japan, the Japan Championships, which happened in June 9th. This was in, what was this? Japan? I, uh, Tokyo, I would presume. I would uh, guess. I, I would guess. That doesn't really say, but I assume it's Tokyo. And we have a few things we want to discuss. So let's go ahead and cover top eight, just mentioning right now. And then we're going to cover the first three of this uh, of this tournament. So we got number uh, number going for number eight and number seven. For number eight, we got Juta Kamutsuda that won using the Sodorak Lycan Rock. We got the Chuichiro. Kakihara for number seven that won uh the with Trevenant the seventh place with Trevenant deck good to see Trevenant of course remember that these guys have a bigger had a bigger uh format than us uh Sigma what are the next two uh the next two we have Hiroshi Wakamoto playing Zoroark Lycanroc again <laughs> <laughs> we know what that deck is yep. <laughs> then we in fifth we have Hidehito Juzaki playing <laughs> Buzzwall like in rock. What a surprise! <laughs> what a surprise! Uh, Sig- uh, 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 Maximus, take the other two. Alright. In fourth place, we have Masafumi Aroyoshi. Nice. Now, apologies ahead of time to everybody. That oh. <laughs> Do not even worry. And in third place, we have Shun Aito with, hmm, take a guess. Mm-hmm. Buzzwald Lycanroc. Yep. And now, Masaf- Masafumi and Arijoshi had the Night March, of course. Um, still kicking in Japan. And expanded here, too. But live and well, my Night March. That's one deck that just refuses to die. And then, of course, the last two we got. Now, in the second place, we had Haruki Satoyama. With uh, Noivern 
of all, Noivern Sotowark. It's an interesting stretch. We're going to talk about that. And number one, the one that we're going to take out, we're going to take a look at, and our segment actually uh, talked about this in the news section, it is Rayquaza. And speaking of Rayquaza, let's go ahead and dig deeper. Uh, of course, uh, Takuya Yoneda, congratulations. He won first place in the Japan Championships using Rayquaza. And let's go ahead and dig a little deeper on uh, Mr. Yoneda's deck. Now, it's base, it's pretty simple. It's four Rayquaza GX, two Tapu Lele GX, one Shaman EX, one Tapu Koko GX, one Latia Prism Star, one Sudowudo, and one Oricorio. Uh, let's go ahead and talk about the, that Rayquaza. So Rayquaza is, a, it's a dragon type 180. Um, it is a, it has two attacks and one ability. The ability Stra- Storm and Drang, uh, I don't know if that's actually the name or just, Someone's messing around there. Once during your turn, when you play this card from your hand onto your bench, you may discard the top three cards of your deck. Then you may attach one basic energy card from your discard pile to this Pokemon. I like this because that means that you don't necessarily need to have... You don't necessarily have to discard an energy from the three cards you're discarding. You can already have an energy in your discard pile and this will still attach an energy. So I kind of like that ability. It's, it's, it's not bad. Um, the, the, the Dragon Break, it's its attack. It does uh, three times. And then it costs one Grass, one Lightning, one Colorless. This attack does 30 damage for each Grass and Lightning basic energy attached to your Pokemon in play. Um, funny, this would look like it would do wonders in a Vikavolt deck. Um, <laughs> and then we have, of course, Tempest GX. It's the GX attack for one Grass. It discard your hand, then draw 10 cards, uh, which is basically sounds like uh, Drampa. Um, but Drampa, I think, is draw up to, right? 10 cards? Something I think like it shuffles that. in and then draw 10. Oh, but... yeah, that's what it does. So that's the Rayquaza based on any any sense of what this deck does, Sigma? Uh, yeah, you just get a ton of energy in play and then blow up everything. <laughs> <laughs> that's the basic concept of the deck. That is the basic concept of the deck, is try to get as much energy on the field as you can, and then be hitting for, I don't know, you have 14 total energy, let's say you have 8 energy on the field, that means that you're doing, oh, wow, that's a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 40 damage. 240 damage there for 8 energies down, that's pretty interesting. Now, there's a few cards here that I do not have much knowledge on. There's Latias Prism Star. Maximus, can you cover what Latias does? Yes, sorry. <clears throat> Latias Prism Star. It has 130 HP, and of course, it's a dragon. And its attack is Dream Mist for 30 damage. It takes a colorless, just one. And its and its effect is it attaches one basic energy card from your discard pile to each of your bench basic dragon Pokemon. Interesting. So this is basically like uh, Baby Evelto, but for dragon. Uh, I like the night. It even has the same amount of uh, HP, actually, as Evelto, doesn't it? Or Evelto was 110. I can't remember. Baby Evelto. I think it was 130. It was 132, right? So this is actually... Might have been 120, but it's in there. Something around those lines. Um, Which is quite nice. So basically, you want to make sure you start out with Latias. Or you put Latias at some point so you can definitely just 
grab as many energies from your discard pile onto your bench. So that's pretty good. We also have Oricorio, the psychic type. Maximus, what's, what does Oricorio do? Oricorio, this is the psychic variant of Oricorio, for everybody wondering. And it has 90 HP, and its two moves are Supernatural Dance, which takes one colorless. And for each Pokemon on your opponent's discard pile, put one damage counter on your opponent's Pokemon in any way you like. Hmm. Any way you want it, that's the way you need it. Continue on. Alright. And its other move is Revelation Dance for 30 damage. It also takes one colorless. And if there is no stadium card in play, this tack does nothing. Oh, so There you go. Um... This is an interesting little tech card that I've seen around once or twice. Now, the also includes trainers, the normal contenders. You got your Sycamore, your Goose Mask, you got your uh, one and one Cynthia, which is actually quite interesting. It has, ladies and gentlemen, Hexmaniac, which is one of the top cards that I've missed the most from that meta. For those of you who are new to the game, Hexmaniac was a supporter card that basically until the end of your opponent's next turn, you turn off all abilities. So it was just a great one-turn protection for anything that you need to do. I really miss this card a lot. You got the four Via Seekers, four Mysterious Treasures. We got the four Max Elixirs, three Ultra Balls, two Rescue Stretchers, three Fighting Fury Belt, three Float Stones, and two Parallel Cities with seven Lightning and seven Grass. Now, this is an interesting deck. Uh, do you think we'll see this blowing up here, Sigma? Uh, I think it'll have the potential to be a strong deck. I don't think it's going to be as oppressive here because, well, Japan has Night March to deal with their uh, mm. yeah. little problems. Puzzle <laughs> mm. <laughs> problems. And uh, yeah. we don't. So, Okay, there we go. So that's the uh, the Rikwasa deck that won the tournament um, in Japan. We're going to move on with the second place one. This is a little bit more known. This is Neuvern GX with a marriage with Sotoart GX, which honestly I haven't seen. Uh, so it's completely new for me. Uh, and it's pretty interesting. Let's cover what Neuvern GX does, however. Maximus, take it away. What Neuvern GX does? Roger, Dodger. Neuvern GX, it has 200 HP, obviously a dragon type, and it has three moves, with the last one being its GX move. Its first one is called Distort for 50 damage. It takes one dark and one colorless, and your opponent can't play any item cards from their hand during their next turn. Oh, Seismato GX, basically. Uh, continue on. Gotcha. Its second attack is Sonic Volume for 120 damage, and it takes a Psychic, a Dark, and a Colorless Energy. And your opponent can't play any special energy cards from their hand during their next turn. Oof. Powerful. And lastly, it's GX Attack. Yes. And coincidentally, it's the same amount of energy as the last one, Sonic Volume, which it takes a Psychic, a Dark, and a Colorless. And it's called Boom Burst GX. This attack does 50 damage to each of your opponent's Pokemon. It's pretty And it doesn't... There's no weakness or resistance for this. Yeah. Oh, it does have a weakness, a uh, fairy, but it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't have a retreat cost. Or which... for the attack, there's no weakness or resistance. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, yeah. <laughs> sorry, I misunderstood you. You're right. Um, 
So yeah, so this has a free retreat cost, which is always very important to mention because free re- free retreat cost is life in TCG. So uh, that's a pretty powerful card. So basically, this deck plays somewhat as a uh, a cat. How you call that? A what's the word I'm looking for? Sigma cancel deck? No control. A control deck. Yes, it's a control deck where Norriver and GX is your main attacker, and you consistently hit it with its first attack, which enable and doesn't allow your opponent to play any item cards, making it pretty freaking difficult to recover from that. Now, while your opponent has trouble not playing its um, its item cards, you are using Sodorite GX, which basically, with the Trave ability once in your turn, you may discard a card from your hand and draw two. You have a really good draw engine there in the form of Sodorite GX that you can keep on drawing, drawing, and drawing while your opponent cannot even play one item card. The trainers are pretty straightforward. Sycamore, well, not actually pretty straightforward. We have actually a good variety of them. We got Professor Sycamores, the Ents, the Guzmas, the Bridgets, or Brigettes. We got the Acerola. We got a Team Flare Grunt, which is a nice card to see. This card on energy uh, uh, attached to your opponent's active Pokemon. We missed good old Team F- uh, Flare Grunt. You got Plumarina. Huh? We still have him. We We're still not. have him? I thought that that was rotated out. Maybe I have it confused. No, we just don't have any decks that are playing it outside of Sylveon, and nobody pays attention to the Sylveon decks. <laughs> <laughs> True. Uh, and then, that's basically it. The other's basically the same old, same old. Uh, we do have Muscle Band. Good to see Muscle Band back. Uh, or, it's not actually back. It's just there <laughs> in Japan. <laughs> so, it's 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 a pretty neat deck. Uh, any, any comments, Sigma or uh, Maximus? They've got double dragon energy, and that is a good energy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's, that makes this deck way faster than it is. Um, why this is in Japan. <laughs> yeah, and why it's, it's actually working in Japan and not here. Uh, and then lastly, we're going to move on to the third deck. That was uh, uh, the most famous Shun Ito um, playing. And this is obviously the Buswald Lycanroc. This is pretty straightforward. We're not going to cover much time here. This is the Buswald that has the Jet Punch and the Knuckle Pack impact, uh, attack that you guys are well known. We got the Lycanroc GX, the Midnight Form that has Bloodthirsty Ice, which is basically a Lysander uh, in form of ability. Uh, it does include the Deonsi Prism Star, which gives 20 more damage to each of your fighting uh, Pokemon. And then uh, you have your Sudowoodos and also your... Uh, Oricorio as a tech. Uh, it includes, again, nothing different with the, uh, the trainer cards. Uh, the energy count is 14 with 9 fighting energies, 4 strong energies, and 1 beast energy for some star. Uh, nothing to see here, guys. This is the Buswald Lycanroc deck that is just destroying all around. So, uh, that's basically what won the tournament in Japan. But let's go ahead and take a plane from Japan. Fly all the way, all the way to Madison, Wisconsin, and go to the regional where we had the latest U.S. tournament. And honestly, there's not much to discuss. <laughs> if I'm <laughs> brutally honest, uh, but the number eight Joey Rittiner won with Buswell Lycanroc. I'm just gonna mention the Buswell Lycanrocs just to get them out of the way. We got the Buswell Lycanrocs in place eight with Joey uh, Ruta- uh, Ruta Tiger. I think it's pronounced. Rittiger? No, uh, Rittiger, thank you. We got the sixth place Sander Pero uh, again. We got fifth place Caleb Gedemir. 
with Lagan, Buswell, Lycanroc, and then the first two places with Igor Acosta and Will Mantong, also with Buswell, Lycanroc. That's awesome that they won that place. We're not going to want to talk about them. There's three decks here that I want to talk about. Number one is the third one, which was Jake Edwards with Greninja Break. Yes, Greninja Break is still, still holding strong uh, and <laughs> refusing to die. It is almost sad at this point. <laughs> <laughs> and I love Greninja Break, but it's, it's, dude, you're like, the guy, the last samurai, the samurai that wants to die in the battlefield. It's like, just go home and, and just have lunch, uh, dinner with your family. They love you. They're worried about you. Anyway, uh, it, any comments, Sigma, as to how are we still seeing Greninja break winning tournaments? No, it's or funny. at least top eighting. Top four, actually. This one didn't even add any of the new parts from the new set to it. None of them! <laughs> it is a oh. st- clear, like, when I forgot the name, who was the 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 player that was caught uh, cheating, and his number one deck was Greninja Break. Uh, Michael Long, I believe. Michael Long. He was he yeah he was caught cheating. Uh, so and he's been constantly top four, top eight with Greninja Break for the longest time. And if then we realized that he was actually uh, cheating, I think he was holding uh, extra Greninjas in his uh, sleeve or something. Um. Mm. So, mm-hmm. everyone thought that's it. That's the death of Greninja. Greninja's not coming back. Here it is, still alive and well. And, and actually, you know, doing perfectly well as its basic form, too, which is the four Croaky, the four Frigadiers, the four Greninja, the three Greninja breaks, one Star You, one Star Me, and one Tabulele GX. That's it. That's the basic run, uh, run, uh, run of the mill Greninja break. So, it's super, super awesome to have him, uh, such, Still around. It's just pretty incredible. So, but there's much more interesting ones. Um, I want to talk now about the fourth place, I and Rob, that had Buswold, but with Garbordor, which is interesting. Uh, take it away, Sigma. Okay, so this deck has popped up once or twice in the past, but it's still doing well, and I really like it. So it starts off with your standard four Buswold GXs and one little Buswold. What does the... <laughs> uh, uh, Maximus, what did the little bus wall do? The bus wall that is not a GX. Buzz wall basic. The non-GX format. It is baby the Baby formats, we like to call them baby bus wall. <laughs> <laughs> it has 130 HP fighting type. And its two attacks are Sledgehammer, which is... takes a one fighting energy and it does 30 damage Plus, if your opponent has exactly four prize cards remaining, this attack does 90 more damage. Just pretty mm. specific. Yeah, on like it. four. <laughs> like, yeah, specifically four. Not more than four, not less than four. They have to have four. <laughs> uh, what was that, Sigma? I was going to say, four is one of the easier prize card numbers to get to. Because true. it just means that they knocked out one of your GXs. Yeah, yeah. So that, that is true. That is why it's... Pretty good compared to other Ultra Beasts. Okay. So it's almost and like then, a revenge killer. Yeah, it'll come in and revenge kill. You get to use your uh, Beast Rings on your Buzzworld GXs, powering them up, maybe powering this little guy up. Hmm. And yeah. uh, what's the the next? Uh, continue on, Maximus. Sorry for interrupting you. Oh, it's fine. Hmm. Uh, let's see. The second one is Swing Around, which takes two fighting energy plus a normal, or not normal, but a uh, colorless, I should say. 
which does 80 damage, plus you get to flip two coins. This attack does 20 more damage for each heads. That's interesting. I like uh, I like what you said, Sigma. It does it does create this logic that yes, Buzzword would be ready to go once her opponent knocks one of your GXs. So it's a good revenge killer in that aspect. Of course, the guard border that is on this deck is the Garbotoxin guard border. Not make sure you're locking out any abilities your opponent can do. Um, this is a very strong deck. Uh, it's very interesting. It it obviously includes a beast energy because you have to play beast energy. Uh, Maximus, remind our audience what beast energy does. <clears throat> beast energy special energy you can only have more than you can't have more than one of these cards with the same name in this deck so only one of them yep, and it's, it's a special a energy star. it's c- technically considered a normal energy uh, a colorless energy but while this card is attached to an ultra beast it provides every type of energy but provides only one energy at a time the attack of the ultra beast of this card is attached to can do thirty more damage to your opponent's active Pokemon. So you you guys can already read the tea leaves on this. Uh Buswold Jet Punch. You place a strong energy on that bad boy and now it's doing fifty damage plus thirty on the bench. Or you can put you can also put that beast energy there uh, or you can put that beast energy, whichever. Uh and it's doing sixty plus thirty on the bench. It's <laughs> it's it's pretty bad. Pretty badass. And that that normal bug baby boss world with that uh, ultra beast energy, it's doing easily sixty, a hundred and fifty damage as a revenge kill for just one energy. It's it's pretty intense. It's pretty strong. Um, and uh, yeah, it it, it it I I don't have anything else to say except what it is. I do. It's pretty. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> this deck doesn't have ultra balls. <laughs> what? <laughs> right. <laughs> it's got four what? nest balls. And three mysterious treasure. <laughs> that is pretty, pretty badass. Yeah, search your deck for a basic Pokemon and put it onto your bench. And uh, the mysterious treasure and the number one worst card. Um, <laughs> uh, which is specifically here just to look for those gar- uh, guard borders, which is interesting. And Lele. It can yep. get you oh, and, and get, it can get you Lele. That's true. It can't get you those bus walls, <laughs> but that's why you have that nest ball there. Yep. Okay. Wow. <laughs> so moving on to the last deck we're gonna discard here uh discard discuss here at the topical beach and that is number seven so i'm gonna throw a a, a really weird ball here curveball at you guys and it's number seven sack sack tyler's deck which is the ultra necrosma malamar deck and this is the newest biggest uh addition to the meta that is really now doing some real damage. So let's go ahead and talk about this a little bit in depth. And what is the focus of the Ultra Beast? Of course, our veterans listeners, you guys know you've been already played it against this. But to our newer players, let's discuss this deck a little bit. Uh, it's very basic. Uh, if you want to go run through the Pokemon, uh, just the, the, the names, uh, Maximus. What does nope. this deck has as Pokemon? For Pokemon, it has four NK, three Malamar... Two Ultra Necrozma GX, two Don Wings Necromaza. Uh, Necromaza. Oh, I just said it. Why am I messing up? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to my world. <laughs> but two of the Don Wings variant of it is also a GX. Two Tapu Lele GX, one Mew, one Mimikyu, and one Giratina. 
interesting set of cards there. Now, of course, the NK Malamar and the Ultra Necrozma are all Prison Star. Uh, I'm sorry, all Forbidden Light is what I meant to say. Uh, Forbidden mm-hmm. Light from the Forbidden Light set. Uh, and it's pretty interesting. I'm going to take here Malamar real quick. So Malamar, um, it's a stage one with 90 HP. It's ability psychic recharge. Once during your turn, before your attack, you may attach an energy card from your discard pile onto one of your bench Pokemon. That is the basic of your, uh, powering up, uh, your setting up engine is uh, Malamar. And of course, you have atta- uh, attackers in the form of Ultra Necrozma GX, which Photom Gazer. For one psychic, one, uh, steel does 20 plus. Discard all basic, uh, um, psychic energies from this Pokemon and the attack does 80 more damage for each one discarded this way. And then you have Malamar to recover those psychic energies once they're in your discard pile. So it alter both Nolta Necrozma, um, uh, and, uh, the, uh, the Dustwing, uh, I, I thought this had the, the regular Necrozma. Uh, so I basically. Know. This is the Ultra one? Yeah, this is just the Ultra one. It- yeah, it's the same thing, except you have to run Metal Energy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then you have the uh, Dawn Wings for its ability Invasion. Once during your turn, if this Pokemon is on your bench, you may switch with it to your active. So basically making you be able to switch whenever you want. If you attach a Floatstone on that, Dawn Wings, Necrozma GX. And of course, you got the Mew, the good old Mew. From Fates Collide, which is the one that has Memory Dawns, that this Pokemon can use any attacks of one of your basic Pokemon in play. Uh, and you have a Mimikyu, which is interesting. Maximus, what does Mimikyu do? <laughs> Mimikyu, good old Mimikyu. Mimikyu is a psychic Pokemon, in this, at least in this, in this, this format, I should say. It, it has 70 HP. It has two moves. With the first one, the Filch. 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 Yes. Okay. Which you can draw weird. two cards with one color's energy. And the other one, Copycat, which takes a psychic energy and a color's energy. And if your opponent's Pokemon used an attack that isn't a GX attack during their last turn, it can use it as this attack. Whoa. So it's a basically a revenge uh, attacker. Mm-hmm. So um, that's why they, you have one of those just in case. And then you have the Giratina, the promo version. Of course, this is the Devouring Light. Sorry. The Devourer Light ability Giratina that has that each Pokemon break has no abilities. This is, of course, to protect Greninja yourself attack. from Greninja breaks. Yeah. For any <laughs> Greninjas, actually. Yeah, go with Greninja break specifically. Sorry. Um, so that's basically it. And then, of course, you have your trainers, uh, which has the Sycamore, the Goosemus, the End, the Cynthias. You have one Lily, one Bridget, four Mysterious Treasures, four, uh, three Ultra Balls, two Field Blowers, two uh, Professor's Letter, two Beast Ring, Beast Ring, one Rescue Stretcher, three Float Stones, and three Choice Bands. Following with the energies being seven, uh, Psychic Energies, three Metal Energies, and one Beast Energy Prism Star. Now, we already described basically what's the concept of this deck. It is a strong deck. It's a deck that we're seeing more and more every day. So expect this to be in every single tournament that you participate from now on until something changes. So, any last comment, guys, on the newest meta and what we can expect from it? I mean, we already saw that it is in Malamar's game. It is, it, it's here to stay. It is a powerful one. We saw that Buzzworld Lycanroc is still holding strong. Would the rise of Necro- uh, of Malamar, would we see Buffwell finally going a little bit more steady? 
or will it continue? We don't know. Any last words, Sigma? Um, I'm a huge fan of Necrozma, so I, I like this uh, format a little bit. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm a little biased, but that's probably because the top deck and the other, the top two decks, I have good matchups against and a bad matchup, but you know, it's even there. <laughs> yep, it is what it is. Now, Maximus, <laughs> I know you've been out for a while, so learning about what is new, what is going on in the meta right now, any, any thoughts that came to you? Yeah. My main thing is counter Buzzwall and counter Lycanroc. That's my main priority. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's hilarious because I, I, su I saw the, the, the power behind Lycanroc GX. Well, no one was. I made a Lycanroc GX deck because I knew <laughs> it was strong. I just was didn't realize that Buzzwall was still not out to make it even better. <laughs> um, <laughs> so there you go, guys. That's what we're dealing with. What is your favorite deck? Write to us. Let us know what is your favorite meta deck that is going around right now. And it, what is the one that you actually hate? Hey, Buzzwald is someone's cup of tea, while at the same time it's someone else's cup of doo-doo. So uh, you never know. Let us know what you think. Write to us at pucklepodcast at gmail.com and let us know what you opinion. Now, with that being said, let's go ahead and move on to deck of the episode where we have your decks and choose who's best. So we'll be right back. Yo, it's your boy Guzma, and it's time to break down the deck of the episode. And we are back to deck of the episode where you take your suggestions and we pick which one. Now, this is going to be easy because only one of you sent us a suggestion this time around. So, it's going to be quick, easy, and fun. Let's go right towards the Maximus. Please, with your nurturing, sweet voice, read to me Five's email. With a pleasure. Hey, TCG, it's Fives. Figured I would drop in my favorite expanded deck. This is one I played for some time now online, and I really love it. Note, Jirachi EX is a replacement for Laylee. It does a solid job as a replacement. It just can't attack. But we'll <laughs> save that for later. The deck has several variations, but this has been my been the favorite so far. I really don't want to ex want to expand it to rotate because I would lose Flareon in, in basically the deck. Without some pseudo-woodle, which we will come to later. Okay. All right, and he gave us a deck list. Uh, let's see. We have considerations. We consist of 28 Pokemon, which is... Four Eevees. Um, let's see. We also have one Shaman EX, one Sudo Widow, four Flareons from the Plasma, four Combi, which evolve into the four Vespiquin, four Execute, two Jirachis EX, and four Unknown. So there's a few here that are quite interesting, and we might as well discuss them real quick. Uh, interesting here is, let's go over the Flareons, Maximus. What does Flareon from Plasma Freeze does? Let's remind our audience. Yes, sir. Roger that. Flareon from Plasma is a fire type, obviously. It has 100 HP, and it has two attacks. The first one, which is probably the more prominent one. That he yeah, you can just read that one. 
is Vengeance, which takes two colorless, which does 20 damage. However, it does 10 more damage for each Pokemon in your discard pile. Which is interesting when you combine it with Vespiquen, which does what? Vespiquen is a grass-type Pokemon, even though technically it's a bug. <laughs> if we're 90 HP, it has Intelligence Gathering for its first attack for 10, which you just draw a card until you have six cards in your hand, which is pretty good. But the main one is Be Revenge. It does 20 damage for two colorless. However, this attack does 10 more damage for each Pokemon in your discard pile, just like Larion. Yep. So it's pretty simple what it does, but to even make it even better, what I like this deck is because of that tiny little execute. You guys noted that that executes all alone, no executor in this deck, just four little execute. Maximus, could you remind us what that little execute does? Only its ability, which is the only thing we really care about. Yes, sir. Its ability is propaganda. Oops, sorry, propagation. <laughs> <laughs> But once per turn, <laughs> before your attack, if this Pokemon is in your discard pile, you may put this Pokemon into your hand. Yep, it is. A, it's just permanent father to have on your discard pile to power up both your Vespiquins and your Flareons. It's just sweet little honey for them. Um, it's trainers. Uh, 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 I'll take over the trainers here. It's at four Professor Sycamores. You got one Computer Search. If you're playing Expanded, you know about Ace. Uh, a spec cards, so those are the basically prism star that can only have one, specifically one in general. Uh, and in this case, uh, computer search is very awesome. You discard two cards and then you can grab whatever you want from your uh, deck. Pretty powerful. You got three acrobites, which is always a fun card. Those are the flip a coin uh, and draw. You got one Lysander, classic. You got four Ultra Balls. Four Battle Compressors. Boy, do I miss Battle Compressors. Now, Battle Compressors are the trainers that you search your deck for three cards and discard them. Right? Yeah. That's how you get those... Uh, those... Uh, oh, God. Those Pokemon on your discard pile to power up your your uh, Vespiquen and your Flareons. Uh, you got the two special charts to get those double colorless energies back from the discard pile. You got the float, uh, the field floor to protect yourself from any uh, uh, choice band, muscle bands, or anything your opponent might have, including uh, some stadiums. You got the two ends, the two choice band to make sure you deal more damage to those GX and EXs. And then you have the classic four VS Seekers, which allows you to recover any supporter cards from your discard pile and bring them back to your hand. Allowing you to use them whenever you want them. And then the energies as discussed, you have four double colors energy. Now this is a classic deck. Um this and and um Night March are always head to head. I particularly like this one more than I like Night March, honestly. Uh it's just fun. Uh what about you, Sigma? Uh I enjoy these kinds of decks. I played it when it was in standard. So mm. it was a yeah. fun time. Um I wish that like water, fire, and electric did more for weakness right now in expanded because mm-hmm. I love the ancient origin Eevees. Yeah, uh, and they give the special types to stage ones, but those are kind of useless right now. So yeah, and really, what would you need? Maybe a Jolteon is the only thing, right? It's yeah, as well because it. But like I said, there's not that many flying types going around right now. Exactly, so. it's not really that. All worth hey. it. Now he did mention thoughts on the pseudo wudo. I personally like the pseudo wudo. Now for you guys at home that don't remember, this is the pseudo wudo that when you play it on your bench, you automatically 
restrict your opponent to have only four bench Pokemon. It makes total sense for the Wudor in this deck because that is uh, a great way to limit your opponent. Um, so I, I like it. What about you, Sigma? Um, the one thing about it is that all your Pokemon are going to die to a four bench the same way they die to a full bench of eight. So I don't mm. know if it matters too much. Okay. Like if you're going against... Because usually you want it for, say, a Zoroark GX deck that's going to fill it up with 180. Though I do see Darkrai decks still running around online and limiting their bench space is nice. Yeah. And if it's a matchup where it just doesn't matter, you can get rid of it with a Battle Compressor. Because that's what Battle Compressors are great for. <laughs> yes. Now, I do want to mention that this deck, he didn't necessarily name it, as far as I can see. But his sign-off... I'm going to say it's the name of the deck, and that is Enjoy the Bees. Um, <laughs> I really like that, and I'm going to go ahead and take that as the title of this deck. So, since there's no other contenders, my question would be, does this deck, does Enjoy the Bees, in your opinion, good enough to be considered deck of the episode? Sigma. I mean, I like the decks, or this kind of deck, so, yeah. <laughs> I like it too. What about you, Maximus? I got a little bias on this one because I used to play some variant of this. I didn't have Execute and I didn't have Flareon. I didn't have the Vespi Queen and I did have the Unknown. It was just a straight up grass deck with um, Ariados and Beedrill. So I'm going to say I like this deck. Yeah, I like it too. So there you go. Fives. Congratulations. Your deck is deck of the episode this week. That means that it's going to be set up at our Reddit account. You can search for that price for that deck there. And who knows? Maybe I'll play it in the next stream. I might build this deck for your enjoyment on the next TCG stream with your truly Lord Jishiro. So stay tuned for that. Now, with that being said, we're over. It's over. The the episode is over except one thing. Everyone's favorite Paco. Uh, sorry. But yeah, well, Paco Pokemon 15 questions where we try to stump. Our co-host, and this, ta- uh, this time for the first time ever, Maximus, into guessing who's that Pokemon. We'll be right back. Who's that Pokemon? And we are back to everyone's favorite Pokemon 15 questions where we try to stump the co-host into guessing who's that Pokemon. Now, the rules are simple and you guys know it. Lower your browsers, no Pokedexes. No video games to help you there. You can ask 15 questions. However, no questions related to the Pokemon Dex number or version exclusives uh, either there. So, yeah, 15 questions to guess. We start with our Sigma, then followed by Maximus going back to Sigma to guess what's the Pokemon that we are guessing. With that being said, let's go ahead and start this. So, Sigma, who's that Pokemon? Is this a monotype Pokemon? It is a monotype Pokemon. Maximus. Hmm. Is this a Pokemon that is strong? Wait, is this Pokemon's type strong against Bug? Nope. Go for Sigma. Okay, so that means that it's not rock and it's not flying. It's not fire. It's not rock. Fire. Flying. I said the question wrong. Dang it, I just realized what I said. Ugh. I That's okay. I mean, we'd get the sa- probably get the same amount of information anyway. Is this Pokemon 
an evolved Pokemon? It is not. Okay. So it's a monotype. It's a basic of some type. Hmm. Or go for Maximus. Who's that Pokemon? Uh, is this Pokemon? Part. Oh, sorry. Is this Pokemon introduced after? Well, is this Pokemon's type introduced after Generation 1? Uh, no, that's a generation question. Uh, oh, you can sorry. just ask if it, this Pokemon is Dark Steel or Fairy. Okay. It's is the same this... question. It's the, yeah, it's the same question. That's true. <laughs> so it let's is. go ahead and answer. Don't worry about it. Uh, it. That'll be a no. Okay. Well, we got rid of six of the types. So back to Sigma. This is question number five. Can this Pokemon evolve? No. Ooh. For Maximus. Pressure. I don't do well in the pressure. Maybe we should if it's a legendary. Is this a mythical Pokemon? It is not. Go for Sigma. Um, let's see. You got rid of fire. Is this Pokemon a water, grass, or electric type? Nope. Go for Maximus. This is question number eight. What could it be? What could it be? No one knows. Let's see if Maximus does. Is this a ground fighting or psychic type? No. Oh, wow. Go for Sigma. (laughs) We're running out of things. Well, that's technically a good thing. (laughs) Ground. So we got rid of the elementals. We got rid of ground fighting and psychic. And we not dark fairy or or um, steel, so it has to be either ice or ice normal ghost dragon. Uh, is there a way to get rid of? Well, ice normal ghost dragon. There aren't that many mono dragon types or mono ice types. Um, but there are a few. Yeah. And I think most of them are found in Unova. Because there's Dredagon. Unless it's normal. There's a lot of normal single Yeah, there are a lot of normal. Uh, Is this Pokemon a normal or a ghost type? Yes. Okay, it's one of those two. Go for uh, Maximus question number 10. Oh, man. Oh, that said, there aren't that many... Ghost monotype ghosts that can't evolve. Oh, there's the Miss Magius line. No, because they oh, no, can't. That, that, that can't evolve. Oh, yeah, that can't cool. evolve. Oh, uh, so it could be just there, a normal type. 
Are there any mono ghost types that don't evolve? Uh, not to my knowledge. Because only mono ghost Pokemon exist in Mr. Mario's one, then there's the treasure one. No, actually, that I think the Miss Mario's line is the only mono ghost line, I believe. Uh, well, I mean, there's Banad and Duskull, but those also evolved, so... Yeah, yeah well... Yeah. <laughs> well, my bad. I said I've been off specific. Uh, um, so you want, you're you pretty much thinking this is a, a normal type? I'm thinking so. And uh, it's a normal type that can't evolve, and there's a bunch of those. <laughs> well, let's name them out. Let's see. Because you got, like, Tauros, Miltank, Snorlax, Arduino. Mm-hmm. Farfetch? Wait, wait, well, Snorlax comes from a baby, so... Oh, true. Uh, not the hmm. Chansey line. It's not the... Well, Fable doesn't count anyway anymore. Fable isn't one anymore. Uh, uh, huh. There's a lot of normals. <laughs> Is this a ranch animal? <laughs> <laughs> That's not a bad guess. <laughs> that takes care of three of them. It does. You want to go ahead and ask that? <laughs> Oz Maximus. Oh, is it my guess or? Is it... Yeah, it is yours. <laughs> is this a ranch animal? It is not, but I love that question. <laughs> so, so that took care of buffalo. That took Those care are the of type of questions I live for. The TC, the the printing questions. <laughs> All right. So tech. Okay, we know it's not RCS either. Could be Reggie Gigas still. Um... we said. Wait, I thought. No, wait. Yes, I so that gets rid of Arceus, but not Regigigas. <laughs> oh, Regigigas. So we have Regigigas, ought to know. Furfru. <laughs> Ooh, that, that went under the radar. Furfru. Uh, <laughs> what else? What else? Um, it is Sigma's turn in question number 11. So wait, we have Auto Furfru. Regigigas. Uh, we could ask if it has other forms because a mega form and it, Furfru has its coat forms. <laughs> well, Arduino has a mega form as well. So that's what I said. You can get those two and get rid of Regigigas out of the picture. Mm. Um, there's probably a couple other ones we aren't thinking about right now. But let's ask if it has multiple forms. So does it have multiple forms? Yes. Okay. Mm. Go for Maximus. Wait a minute, but when Arduino changes, it becomes a fairy type. So. Yeah, but that can well. still count. Because he doesn't count Megas into evolutions. So. Oh, he doesn't? No. Oh, no. <laughs> so that... That's unnecessarily making it more hard than it should be. Yeah, it's like ask, <laughs> he's, him choosing Charizard and we ask if it can evolve. It's like, oh yeah, Charizard can evolve. Of course it can. Okay. Exactly. So <laughs> you're gonna think you're not gonna guess it's Charizard because you're not gonna think of Mega Charizard. Yeah. So. So it has different forms. And which question are we on? It could be this cast question, form too. This is question number eleven. So you still have four we more have questions to go. You you you've, you guys have done really good. So. Yeah, cast forms and cast form. I didn't even think about that. Um. Um. Does its forms change its type? Is a good question because that gets rid of. <laughs> yeah, that that means if it's if it's yes and Furfuru and Regigigas stays. If it's well, not, Regigigas is gone because it doesn't have forms. Oh right, it does have forms. That's why you said it's for forms. So right now we're thinking gas form Furfuru or I don't know. 
Okay. Uh, I guess I'll ask. Um, when it changes forms, does its type change as well? No. Okay. So I'm thinking for because there aren't the other mega normal type is like Pidgeot. So. Yeah, uh, yeah. True. Um, so this is it. Question number thirteen. What is gonna be our sigma? Well, so can you think of any other normal types or so we do have two two more questions to use uh, well, yeah, that's what I want to make well, sure. two, 13 and fourteen, so just to be on the safe side. Uh so let's see. Does this Pokemon have interaction at a beauty salon? Yes. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> go for Maximus. Do you want to go ahead and just say it? I'll give you the honor since you brought it up. Uh, does, does this Pokemon have the fur coat ability? <laughs> yes. <laughs> is this Pokemon for Fru? It is for Fru. Congratulations, guys. That was awesome. You guys nailed it. I really didn't think you. I was like, what's a, po- a single evolution Pokemon that has lots of types? Ah, normal, but you guys nailed it. So, Fru Fru. Yeah, I, I forgot. The Pluto Pokemon. Uh, Ultra Sun <laughs> says there was an era when aristocrats would compete to see who would trim their Fru's fur into the most exquisite style. Frofu, congratulations, guys. You won the Pokemon Who's That Question 15. So, with that being said, we have arrived at the end of the episode. But, of course, it's time for that little old Rick and Roll. And we're going to go and do that. Guys, if you like what you listen to, if you like what you uh, that what we do, there's other ways to interact with us. You can always, always go to our Twitter at PucklePodcast.com. Uh, we have the Facebook group at Facebook.com slash PucklePodcast and our tcg group at facebook.com slash puckle tcg we also have our reddit our reddit puckle r slash puckle sorry we're there you can see all the deck of the episodes winners uh, by our man uh the really v who posts them so we have our tumblr here at pucklepuscat.tumblr.com we got uh if you ha- can please review us on itunes every single review that you put there goes back to us in the sense that we more people are able to look for our episode and listen and the community keeps on growing. And if you can, if you have the extra dime, please go ahead and send us in Patreon. Become a Patreon. Every cent you pour into Puckle goes right back to you guys. That's how you get all the prizes for our tournaments. That's how got all we got all the good equipment to make our podcast be high quality. And that's how we do things like the PuckleCon all of our events are thanks to you guys. We do not touch that money unless it's specifically for Puckle. And then last but certainly not least, please join our Discord. 24 hours a day, you will find someone in Puckle to talk about TCG, VGC, anything Pokemon related. Doesn't matter. Trade, battle, you can find it at Discord. So uh, our link to our Discord is in the description of every one of our episodes. So you can find it there. Please join in. Everyone's welcome. And please become part. Uh, even if you don't, you're still part of the Puckle a community, but once you enter Discord, you become an active member of that community, and you participate, and we have, and, and we really do need you guys, right now, the th- ever since the tournament, the tournament was great, because it really did open the, uh, open up, and a lot of people who came in and participated, it was awesome, but after the tournament, the Discord chat became kind of like a ghost town, not that many people, so people came for the tournament and then left, and no one stayed, and it's like, oh, come on, people joining the Discord TCG, let's make that chat once again vibrant as it once was, so please do not go away. 
with that being said, uh, you guys already can listen soon to the guitars in the background. So, our Sigma, as always, thank you so much for being here today. Yep, it's the calm before the world storm. Oh yeah, soon we'll <laughs> reach that. So we will have an episode about that pretty shortly. And Maximus, the honor has been mine. Thank you so much for joining us today as our special guest. We really appreciate it. Once again, my friend, thank you for having me on here. It's always fun to try new things, and I may you may all may see me in the future or oh, hear me in this too. Yes, more than welcome <laughs> to return. Come back to us because we love all types of uh, players. So thank you so much for being here today. Now, with that being said, it is the end. So guys, stay tuned. Do not miss my stream at TCG uh, in uh, Twitch. And until next time, catch you on the flip Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.